Hello and welcome to Val Hood Evidential Mediums podcast. Val has been an international medium for over 25 years and founded the Sydney Spiritualist Training Center in Australia. Val presents her experience of spiritual and metaphysical insights and information for navigating the world of mediumship and spirit. Visit valhood.com for events, workshops, mediumship training and private readings and find Valhood Medium on Facebook and Instagram. And now, here is your host, Val Hood. Hello everybody, it's Val Hood here again. I just wanted to cover the topic of um, the spiritualist churches. Um, for me, the spiritualist churches are the most amazing place. Uh, I started off in um, working in the spiritualist church, but the reason I went there in the first place was because I was going through a really, really difficult time in my life in the UK. And um, I don't know, something something told me, this is way before I was doing any of this work, something told me that the spiritualist church would be the place that I would get uh, my answers. So I remember ringing the council and saying, I need a spiritualist church. And I was directed to um, a wonderful church in West Wickham. And um, it was a fantastic place. And I remember going there the first time. I didn't know a soul. And I was so miserable and unhappy and depressed and you name it, I was there. I looked a mess. And I remember walking in and sitting at the back of the church and just paying attention to whatever was going on. So you had the um, uplifting songs and you had the address of the medium. You had the messages from the medium, plus a beautiful reading. And I remember the feeling at the end of the service of um, upliftment. I felt as if I had enough strength to fight the world and to carry on. And what was also really, really lovely was people came up to me and spoke to me. Now, I've been to other churches in the past and people didn't do that. But the spiritualist churches, people come up to you and, you know, hey, how are you? Nice to see you. Who are you? And they, they're generally interested um, and concerned about you. So I used to go every week um, and it was the, the medium on the platform was my drug, my fix, if you like, for the, for the coming week to get me through. Um, and then I realized that the church also had um, lots of things ongoing. So once a month was a speaker's class and a, a philosophy class and a mediumship beginners and a mediumship advanced. So I went to all of them because I was just really fascinated. Um, I'd been seeing spirits since I was seven, but at 16, I pushed it away because I was so frightened because I didn't understand what was happening. Anyway, I went to all the classes and um, it was really lovely to learn about the philosophy of spiritualism, where it comes from, why are we doing it now and why is it so important? Um, and, and knowing and another topic of conversation for, for a video is about philosophers, but our philosophers were amazing. Um, and um, the people that started off modern day spiritualism, I would not have liked to have been in their shoes. However, the church was wonderful and I went to the beginners class, but I, all the way through this um, few years, I never, ever, ever wanted to be a medium. Um, but I realized that spirit had um, a different idea. So I went to the beginners class and um, I progressed to the advanced class. But at that stage, I was actually um, doing mediumship, like pulling teeth. You know, you get a bit of information, it goes in your brain, you have to give it out. You have to work out where you're going. 
and then you have to have a response anyway it was like pulling teeth and um my my lovely teacher Geraldine Ford I'll never ever thank her enough or I can never thank her enough she said to me one uh, one day she said you actually need some outside practice so I gulped and decided that yes I would do it and I remember turning up for the church service and um, I introduced myself and um, they said oh yeah yeah Gerald, Geraldine's told us that you're coming so we sat down and we had a cuppa and, and a chat and then we had another cuppa and then we had another cuppa and Geraldine didn't turn up and it was in the days of no mobile phones so um, they said you're gonna have to get on and do the service yourself now I was only prepared to be doing one reading, nothing else. So a church service consists of, and I'll cover all of this in a second, um, an opening, a closing prayer, an address, uh, a reading which is usually done by somebody else, and then the messages. So the medium has to do the opening prayer, the closing prayer, the um, address, and the messages. And I had never done anything like this, ever. So I remember walking out of the little ante-room that I was in, um, and this was in um, Villiers Road, Kingston Spiritualist Church, I'll never forget, and the, um, as I walked out of the door, I suddenly was faced with about 70 people sitting in the audience, and I've never been so frightened in my life, and my head was pounding, my heart was pounding, and the nerves took over. But I sat down on the platform and I had a quick conversation with Spirit and said, you know, if you want me to do this, you're going to have to work with me now. And I've never trusted Spirit so much as I actually did that day. And um, anyway, opened my mouth and that connection with Spirit was there. Um, and I was able to do uh, a really, really good uh, church service demonstration and address. So... I've never th uh, I thank Spirit as well because they didn't let me down and that, that is also an important thing. I trust them implicitly. I know when I'm going to do a, a dem or a show or a church, whatever, that Spirit will always be there for me. So um, what, does a, what does a church service actually consist of? Now I've told you it's about motivating and uplifting people and making people believe and understand <clears throat> that when your loved one has passed over, they're not gone, they're still there, they're still working with you. Uh, and that is very, very important to know that, you know, if you had a, um, a dad that you could ask for guidance and help, you can still ask your dad for guidance and help. And you just have to listen in a different way for those answers. So, um, a, a church service is, um, as I said, the opening and closing prayer. and those are very important because we 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 don't worship as such because this is not a creed or a dogma uh, we are connecting to spirit but I personally still believe in God because I believe God is the life force within all of us so um, there's divine spirit there's mother father earth um, there's all sorts of different peoples that you could actually connect to. Um, I know that um, if you look at indigenous peoples over the time, they've spoken to the great white spirit or whatever. So I usually start off with divine spirit. And um, you just ask them to basically work with you. Um, thank them for the opportunity of being able to connect with them today and be able to uh, connect with the people in your audience. 
Um, and then the healing, you know, you ask for healing for people, you ask for healing to go out across the world. And I always link in the animal kingdom because they have no voices of their own um, and the children because they're, the, they're our future. So opening and closing prayer, uh, very similar, um, but the closing prayer, you obviously say thank you for what has um, taken part today, which I know is, again, extremely important. Um, and then the address. <clears throat> I like to think of an address as being an inspirational um, activity, if you like. Um, and some people read, um, but that doesn't come from the heart. You can read a passage, which is fine, but then read a small passage and then get your inspiration, connect yourself to the spirit world and ask them to uh, give you information that links into that address and, and also, you know, that is to do with your life because other people are interested to know that, you know, you've been through difficulties and you've overcome them. I know I've overcome heaps in my life because of the spirit world. I, I thank them and, and I'm blessed every day because spirit has got me out of so many horrible, horrible situations because I've trusted them, believed in them and worked with them. So that's what an address needs to be, is, is something about um, uh, helping the people to, like I was, motivated to get on with my week and, and know that I can come back next week and get that next fix, if you like. Um, so I have seen people who read out of books, as I said, but there's no heart in there. Um, and yes, you can do a small uh, reading, but use yourself, use your, use the spirit world to inspire you. Um, and then you'd be surprised, you know, it's got to be fun and laughter as well, because there's nothing worse than sitting there and being dull and boring and uninteresting. So if you want to get the energies changed um, in, in the room, um, and that is another important thing, the, um, the energy sometimes in a place that you go at church uh, is not always good. So there's ways of making the energy different, you know, get people to talk to one another, get them to shake hands, get them to stand up and down or jump up and down or even tell a joke. Okay, so you're putting people at ease, you're making people feel comfortable, but you're also lifting that energy, which is so important. And then I suppose the most important part of the mess, uh, the uh, this service is the messages. The messages are the connection to your loved ones and that's what everybody comes for is a message. Now in a normal church service you're you're going to be given about um, I don't know 30-35 minutes to be able to do um, your messages. So you've got to keep them as short as you can um, so you can get to as many people. And a rule of thumb is five to seven minutes. Um, as I said, I've, I've actually been taught at the AFC, Arthur Finlay College, and that's what they say. Your messages should be five to seven minutes. One, because people don't get bored, and two, because people don't think that they're having um, um, a private reading. So there's a difference. A private reading is for a completely different setting, and they're 45 minutes, 30 minutes, whichever you want to do. Um, but in a church service, it has to be short, sharp, to the point you get your evidence to prove that you've got, um, um, say, I've got your dad. I know he had a heart attack. I know he was five foot six. I know he still had hair when he passed over to the spirit world. And he had the most wacky sense of humor because I see him doing cartwheels across the room here. So um, 
there's your um oh yeah that was my dad um and then you give the message from him and also a bit of evidence to prove that you know he did this and he was this um because we need to know that you've definitely got my dad here i don't want any wishy-washy information given because that could be anybody i need to know that if my dad's going to talk to me you are proving to me that my dad is there with the information that you're giving me and that's what we as mediums have to do so you've got about um six to eight uh, messages that you can get through now I've seen in churches people who just do two um, that's a private reading and that's so unfair because um, you, you're you're um, eliminating everybody else from having a little snippet of something and the other thing is the more you do the more people are touched by that and everybody then can actually take something from whether it's the address or the readings but they can actually take something from it um, I think you have to be also aware that in a church service, um, it's not a private in, uh, environment, so you can't divulge personal information. So again, you have to be very, very careful what you say. You don't um, diagnose, you don't give any medical information because we're not trained to do that. That's not for us to do. And if spirit does give you something, you give it in a different way. You don't say, oh, I've I see that you've got a problem in your stomach. I've been, I've seen people actually do that in the past. Uh, I see that you've, you know, to a young lady, would you believe, um, you're having difficulties in your tummy and unfortunately you're not going to be able to have babies in the future. <gasps> oh my goodness. That poor lady would have walked out of that environment and been devastated and thinking for the rest of her life, oh, you know, I'm not going to be able to have children. That is not what we do. We, 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 Give the upliftment, as I've said, that's really, really important. Um, the other thing about doing a church is talk to the um, chairperson before you start. Ask them for their order of service because each church works differently. Some of them like you to do an opening and closing prayer. Some of them do it themselves. Some of them will do the reading. Some of them will expect you to do a reading. Um, so being respectful of the church and ask them what they want you to do and then you just fall in line with that. So be prepared with a, a prayer, opening and closing prayer. Be prepared with an address. Um, and, and also with an address, you can be inspired by something that's been said um, in by the chairperson, something that's been read out if they did a reading, or even the songs that are being sing, sung. I know so often that um, the, the different songs that are sung, there's a theme, um, and Spirit knows what that theme is going to be before we even get there. Um, so you could pick up on that as well. So... Um, yeah, and, and, and also don't dwell on negative things because that's not a good thing because, again, you're going to send people out with a, a feeling of doom and gloom and that's not what we do. That is definitely, definitely not what we do. So we're connecting to loved ones. We're doing an opening and closing prayer. We're uplifting people um, and, and the proving that your loved ones are still there is the most important thing that we do with uh, within a church. Um, and, and also, you know, this isn't about you. This isn't about the medium. This is about your good connection to the spirit world and the spirit world working through you. So it's not about ego. It's about the spirit world. It's about you being in service to the spirit world and working with the spirit world because they've got the job to do. 
and they need a channel to be able to work through and you as the medium are that channel so you've got you've got to go out there and you've got to do the best that you possibly can for them okay it is not about you um, and i really think that that is um so important <clears throat> um and and also um being a medium is about dedication and commitment it isn't a 15 minute thing or a one workshop or a two workshops uh, i know personally i've been doing this for 30 years i cannot believe it's been so long but you never stop learning you never stop training you never stop working with the spirit world um, and for me as i've already said it's the best thing in the world because they work with me all the time and i know that they won't let me down so I'm hoping to see some of you at some of the spiritualist churches because I know there are so many of them out there and without the support of people, um, they won't be able to continue going. But there is a reason for them being there. It's bringing like-minded people together in a belief that there is no death, life continues. Valhood. Bye-bye.